Thanks to Indeed for sponsoring another Mother Runner. Indeed knows hiring needs to be cost-effective when you're running your own business. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash AMR. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks to Nuts.com for supporting our podcast. Right now, when you go to Nuts.com slash AMR, new customers get a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell checking in on a gray, yucky day here in Denver, Sarah. It was 65 here yesterday and now it's 35. Nothing like the <laughs> so... roller coaster, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> the weather roller coaster. Oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. Well, I uh, basically needed a snorkel the other day on some of my runs. We just have been having an atmospheric river, which means an that we have river. Okay. lots of heavy rain. And so that because of the time of year here, it is in Portland. It also means that there are a lot of leaves on the ground, clogging up people's storm drains, turning intersections sometimes into, I mean, there was one, it was practically, it would have been knee deep water and I'm not kidding you. And wow. so thankfully I live, my neighborhood is a grid. So it was easy enough to head north instead of uh, continuing to go west and just modified my route that way. But oh my goodness, it just, but, but what I realized, Dim, is um, yeah. that you get drenched, you get soaked, but you don't get any wetter than that. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's once you get, once the gas tank is full, you can't, you can't top it off. I mean, you can, but it's going to be a mess. So don't do it. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I um, get you. I get you. I mean, I would just say like a little adventure. I mean, I, you know, kind of forging through the, you know, the rain, the puddles, the, all the things is kind of fun sometimes. It is fun. I tell you, I set out cause it was on a Wednesday. So I had um, a pickleball tournament that evening and so I didn't want to overdo it. So I set out thinking I was going to run three miles and I just felt adventurous and I felt good. And I did four miles. So, so, so. <laughs> awesome. I was going to say three and a half. <laughs> yeah, no, a full, a full extra mile. Full mile more. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. That's great. So yes, good, it was, good. it was good. So, so the moral of the story folks is just go out in the rain. You know, you will not melt and you get to a point where you are just soaked and you, you just go on. So that's what our skin yeah. is for. It's a barrier. It's a barrier. Yeah. It's an epidermis. It's a it's an organ, <laughs> but it's a barrier. Yep. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So all right. Well, let's launch into our questions. This is Mora looking for strength training suggestions. Hi, my name is Mora and I'm from Beaverton, Oregon. And I'm a longtime runner who wants to start strength training more consistently as I age. And I've found way too many sources of essential strength exercises for runners, and I need help boiling it down to what the most effective exercises are in, I guess, AMR's experience. I'm looking to work out maybe twice a week for 45 minutes or so each session. I can access a gym, um, but prefer the convenience of a home workout. So looking for hand weight and body weight exercises if possible. And I'm wondering if you have any specifics that you would recommend or any sites that you would recommend. Thank you for your advice. I enjoy listening to your podcast. Well, hi from just over the hill, Maura. Maybe you know what it's like to run in the rain as well. And um, <laughs> good for you for being willing to commit to a nice, solid commitment of strength training. I mean, dim twice a week for 45 minutes each session. That is significant. 
Mora goes big. That's just, that's what we know about Mora. She <laughs> yes, likes to go big. Yes, yes. So Coach Tim, what are your suggestions? And I'm going to take notes myself because I do need to get back on the strength training bandwagon. Well, first of all, again, kudos, because this is like the thing that most runners don't want to do, right? And so to mm-hmm, make a mm-hmm. conscious effort to do it. Personally, I would say starting with two 45-minute sessions is a lot. And not necessarily mm-hmm. that you're going to be sore, but just more like, you know, it's a little like, oh, I'm going to run a marathon for my, maybe not a marathon, maybe a half marathon for my first race, right? Mm. So I would, you know, I would just, if, if if it's something that you're really averse to, like make it pretty easy, right? So maybe mm. do like two 15-minute sessions twice a week and then build from there, mm-hmm. you know, so that it doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I failed if I only did 40 minutes, right? Because that's, I think that's mm. something that sometimes happens to us as we kind of aim for the moon. Get a little... Yes, overly ambitious. That uh, sounds like a certain husband that is here on the same floor as me. So I will not speak uh, <laughs> begrudgingly. <laughs> what, 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 what ambitions does he have right now? Is he two by 45 minutes? Oh, no, just always that with exercise. You know, oh, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. Uh-huh. Yeah. From zero to five. That's a pretty that's heavy a lift. Jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. yeah. heavy mm-hmm. lift. Ha, ha, ha. But uh, yeah. however oh, yeah. it shakes out, I mean, basically the way to start is just Well, I mean, there's so many different ways to start, right? (laughs) So there are so many different ways to start. I mean, the biggest thing is that you want to strengthen your pelvic center, right? Your core, which your core basically goes from basically the bottom of your ribs to the bottom of your glutes. Okay. So it's not just your, you know, right around your belly button. It is like a good third of your body. Well, unless you have like 38 inches mm-hmm. like M seams, then it might be a little <laughs> like a certain someone we know. <laughs> I don't have love. 30. <laughs> I don't have 38. I was exaggerating there. But um, but yeah, so that's the core. And then the other thing you want to do is use whole body exercises because you mm. rarely move your body in one plane of motion or one way. You know the I mean, we used to call them Nautilus machines. I don't, do you know what I'm talking about, Sarah? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. From a billion years ago. Yeah. Where you get on a machine and like you do like a leg press or a hamstring curl, or you do like one movement with your arms, like an overhead press. And those are great for Mm -hmm. learning exercises. If you're coming to exercise for the first time, or if you are like rehabbing something, but in general, Mm -hmm. what we want to do are things like planks and squats with an overhead press and lunges mm-hmm. maybe with some kind of arm movement or even just lunges with a twist where you're moving your body like and it has mm-hmm. to stabilize itself as well as get mm-hmm. stronger. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean some yeah, some some total body moves that I won't say I love, but I turn to a lot <laughs> are push-ups. Okay. People don't like push-ups, but they are like the squat for the upper body and they are so like effective. And so if you can't do a push-up on the floor, on your toes, no judgment at all. I recommend starting on the wall, right? Starting on a wall and doing push-ups. And then mm-hmm. you can move to a step or a counter or a chair. Again, be on your toes because that engages your whole body and not just when you mm-hmm. when you go on your knees. Brittany talked about this at one of our retreats. When you go on your knees, it basically mm-hmm. cuts yes. off a big part of your core control. So Again, no hate for the people that do it on their knees because you're definitely getting your upper body. You're just not getting your core as much as you could when you're on your toes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plank, uh, as I mentioned, deadlift, that is so good for your booty, for your hamstrings. Yep. yep. Squats, like I said, with arm movements. Some rowing movement is always good. A plank with a row. I mean, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Maura's probably like, yeah, and how do I do it all? I mean, I don't have a 
how to do it all thing. I do have a couple resources that we're going to link to in the show notes, Maura, for you and anybody else. The first is a back to basics thing that I put together, gosh, probably two or three years ago. It is not any weights, mm-hmm. but it is all a ton of movements that you need to do as a runner, right? It's like mm-hmm. glute bridges, push-ups, a single leg squat. That's another one. A lot of single leg stuff is great mm. for running. Mm-hmm. So that'll be in the show notes. The other thing in the show notes is going to be our free two-week training plan, which is, again, mm-hmm. free to anybody. Um, it's a training plan that has cardio and strength on it, but there right. are two options for strength. One is 10-minute strength, which is kind of where, I, again, I would suggest starting. And then there's one that's called Stronger Than Yesterday, which is you know, a little allusion to our friend, Brittany. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, That's 30 to 45 minutes. So some of, you know, we have single leg stuff Mm. in there. We have a step workout. That's another one I really like to use is just going up and down on the step and then adding in other exercises around there. So check those out. And those are just really easy, free resources for you to start with. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that I'm just going to make a plug for is Many Happy Miles, because I have seen Mm -hmm. the women that have come to Many Happy Miles consistently. So I teach live strength, um, or we teach, Brandy teaches Mondays, I teach Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's in the morning. Mm -hmm. And if you can't make it, we always we'd record and share it afterwards. So if you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. I need to be at work at 6am, it's not going to work, Maura. I get right, you, right. but I mix mm-hmm. it up a ton. I have a very, you know, my, my focus is getting like functionally stronger. That is the focus of many mm-hmm. happy miles. So we do mix it up every month. We do single leg one month. We do glutes one month. We do core. But the thing about strength is that it can be really tedious at times if you only have the same six exercises yes. you do again and again. So mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you're not going to do the same six exercises in many happy miles. So those are the places that I would start with personally. Right. And also so much fun to get to do it virtually with you or with Brandy, who's one of our brand ambassadors, to be led by that. So to feel very much a peer connection, to know that that person is also, you know, an active, busy woman like Maura is, and to just get to, you know, have that human connection because it can get a little dreary to be doing strength training in your basement or in your garage or whatever. For it is. sure. For sure. And the other thing yeah. too, is if people are like, Oh, I don't want, you know, somebody inspecting my form or whatever. I do the workout, <laughs> both Brandy and I do the workout along with you. I am not watching anybody. I'm certainly guiding it and giving form <laughs> tips and stuff, but some people have their mm-hmm. camera on. Some people have it off. Like mm-hmm. again, it's, it's a very judgment-free zone. I knew you were going to say that exact yeah, yeah. phrase. So, um, yeah, so that's that's what I would recommend. And Sarah, I know you had a question in here about weights, right? Like where to mm-hmm. start. Do you own any weights at home, Sarah? Are they, oh my goodness, they are just ones that like, you know, my son picked up, a friend of his was moving to a different state. So she gave him her five pound weights. We have nothing. I really, I'm thinking it's time for my family to buy some weights on a rack you know, or those adjustable yeah. ones that you can customize the different, you know, op, what, how much they weigh. Yeah, yeah. So what is your suggestion? So mm-hmm. I bought, I mean, one of my best gifts I've ever given Grant was a Bowflex mm-hmm. adjustable set. Yes. Mm-hmm. We gave it to him. I gave it to him when I lived in Colorado Springs. Mm. So, I mean, this we've had it for a long time. Mm-hmm. So just letting you know, we've had it for a long time. It's worth the investment. It's also like $420 or something for two dumbbells. Oh, mm-hmm. So Bowflex is definitely a, you know, a high-end choice. There are other ones, like I looked up adjustable 
dumbbell sets before coming on this podcast. And there are definitely lots of options. Um, I would just read the reviews and make sure that they would work for you. Like they have some that are like square and they just look look a little awkward. Mm -hmm. So that's obviously the easiest because you can go from five pounds to 50 pounds on each one on the boat, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's really very... It works for all people. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. Grant can do something heavy and I can do something lighter and our kids can do. Or vice versa. <laughs> or vice versa. Yes. But yeah, probably not these days. But anyway, yeah. So that's what I or you can go. I mean, the other thing, I mean, John has the right idea. I mean, I know during the pandemic, they were harder to come by, but I would keep your eye on Craigslist, on like Facebook right. Marketplace. Next yeah. Next yeah. door, all those places. Because when people move, you know, mm-hmm. and especially when like older people move, they're probably not and older, I'm meaning like my parents' age, you know, like my mom has given me so many sets of three pound dumbbells that she's bought <laughs> over the years, you know, I'm not saying you want three pounds. You do want three pounds for, you know, less stable muscles, but you know, mm-hmm. three, five, 10, 15, 20. I mean, if you can get up to, you know, 20, 25 pounds sets, yeah. you're going to be good for most, yeah. most people yes. are going to be in a great place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, now you've made me start daydreaming about weight, Stimity. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a quick break to hear from the brands that support this show. Please stay with us. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with more than 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Us runners appreciate fast, huh? By using Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And get this, by leveraging more than 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. I appreciate that Indeed matches you with quality candidates instantly. No more scouring websites to find that hire you know is out there. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AMR. Just go to Indeed.com slash AMR right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash AMR. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. To keep us runners, and often our kids, fueled, we need a well-stocked assortment of tasty snacks and treats. That's why I was so happy to learn about Nuts.com. Cashews, almonds, dry roasted edamame, dried mango, jerky, whole wheat and fruit bars. The variety is vast at Nuts.com. With Nuts.com, keep your snack stash stocked with all of your family's favorites. And right now, when you go to nuts.com slash AMR, new customers get a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more. Nuts.com is your one-stop shop for freshly roasted nuts, dried fruit, sweets, pantry staples like specialty flowers, and more. Their wide selection means there is something for everyone. And they have a wide selection of candy and sweets as well. At nuts.com, quality is a top priority. They roast their nuts and pop their corn the same day it ships, so they reach you deliciously fresh. Satisfaction is guaranteed. 
Nuts.com offers plenty of gluten-free options, organic choices, kosher offerings, and other diet-friendly products. Sweet, savory, or baking essentials, hello gingerbread house decorating, you'll find something new to try. I'm recording this ad around 3 p.m. and my energy was flagging. My pick-me-up of choice? A handful of Nuts.com cashews. They are the meatiest, freshest nuts I've ever eaten. And over the weekend, I baked some muffins using Nuts.com almond flour, and it was incredibly fresh and high quality. Right now, Nuts.com is offering new customers a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more at Nuts.com slash AMR. So go check out all of the delicious options at nuts.com slash AMR. You'll receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. Nuts.com slash AMR. Okay, Karen comes to us with a question about running shoe longevity. Hi, this is Karen. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. My question is, I'm calling from my treadmill right now, which you can probably hear. And my question is, how do you know when to change your shoes when you have different shoes for the treadmill and different shoes for outside? My treadmill shoes look like they're brand new, but clearly they're not. And I was noticing some heel pain a little bit the other day, so I changed them. And they do feel much better. And I was wondering how to tell. And do you keep track of your miles? Or do you use the, just the length of time? Thanks so much. Have a great day. So, Tim, I'm thinking this might be, might be the first call we've gotten from someone who is on a treadmill when they're calling. I know. Kieran goes big, too. Maura goes big. Karen goes big. She's like, you know what? I'm calling right now. <laughs> right, right. And we could not, I could not hear the treadmill in the background. So, so this is an intriguing question because I'll confess, despite the fact that I wrote about athletic shoes for literally decades for Shape Magazine and other publications, as you did too, Dim, yeah. I do not have a tried and true system that I follow for replacing my shoes. I tried to just write inside them with a Sharpie. Well, that rubbed off and made, you know, the side of my socks black <laughs> for the next couple of runs. That didn't work out so well. And I typically switch to a new pair of shoes when the back inner side of the heel starts to look a bit worn down or squashed, um, or if it just starts feeling a little different, that just, mm, this doesn't seem to have the pep, the bounce that I usually like. So do as I say, not as I do. How about as we talk about this answer? Yeah, well, I definitely agree with you. I never really had a tried and true. I liked when, when I used Strava back in the day, mm. um, or I still use it, mm -hmm. but I don't use it the way that I used to. I just kind of let it exist. <laughs> it's passive. Yeah, yes, it's passive. passive but, you know, but yes. I would go in and write about my run or whatever, and you could log your shoe in there. That kind of yes. thing. I think that's a premium feature now. That's as close as I ever came to kind of keeping track of mileage. Same. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, you get to kind of inherently know what an old pair of shoes feels like. So people like us who are a little bit heavier, bigger, like we're going to wear down that midsole, which is the cushioning layer a lot, not a mm -hmm. lot faster, but, you know, noticeably faster than somebody who is really light on their feet, right? Like 100, 115 mm -hmm. pounds. So mm -hmm. you kind of get that feeling. I know that Karen talked about a little pain. As soon as you feel pain, shin splints are a big sign that your shoes might need to be replaced. Um, but any kind of foot mm -hmm. pain, that's also, you know, usually like in Ask the PT, again, in Many Happy Miles, when someone asks about foot pain or something like that, Christy, the physical therapist, will often say, like, 
when's the last time you replaced your shoes? It's, you know, it's not always that mm-hmm. simple, but it's definitely something to think about. Yeah. If I, you know, I mean, most shoes, depending upon the, the model, last in about 300 miles, I would say, as, an, as a nice average place. It might be four mm-hmm. or 500 if it's a, a hoka or something like that that has a lot of cushioning. And it might be less than that if you've got more of a, a flatter shoe that doesn't have as much cushioning. Mm-hmm. Maybe she keeps it. I don't know. I mean, it depends upon how granular she wants to get. I mean, she could literally put a chart right above her treadmill and just after she finishes a run, just write six, seven, two, yep. three on it, you know, and just kind of add it up, which mm-hmm. is kind of also a fun way to see how many miles you've run. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because Karen has hit on one thing, which is you have a pair of shoes that you do outdoor running in. And it's particularly true this time of year. They start to look worn. Yes pretty much from the first run on either, you know, I mean, here again, going back to the leaves and the wetness, you know, they they get a lot of stuff stuck on the outsole, the uppers start to get dirty. And so you have a pair of shoes exclusively for treadmill, that's not going to happen. So that you can't say, oh, well, they're looking kind of grungy. Oh, no, they, you know, the midsole could be shot and the upper still going to look pretty gosh darn good. Sure. So one key thing, going back to that midsole and its longevity, Karen, is to make sure that you keep those treadmill shoes away from any heat source because heat breaks down midsole foams. And it's the same reason you shouldn't keep your running shoes stashed in the trunk of your car, particularly during the summer months, because it just, that heat is really tough on those materials. And so you're not going to get three or 400 miles out of them. And they're still going to look pretty good, but it's going to be degraded. Yeah. So when she sweats, so like when she's like, you know, just a, a crazy, crazy workout and her her shoes are just sopping <laughs> from sweat, sopping, just you could wring them out. Do not put them yeah. next to the heater. Yeah, no. Uh, what, what I have been reminded of, you just crumple up newspaper and put them inside your shoes and they do a good job of sucking up that moisture. For me, it's rain. For yeah. Karen, it might be sweat. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it, was, it was kind of a joke. But you yeah. never know. Oh, you oh, never know. No, no. Oh, my shoes were... So, oh, my goodness. They're and so just wet. so wet. Yes. Yeah. And, but the newspaper does an amazing job. Agreed. I mean, that, Agreed. Yeah. Yes. Because I ran the, you know, snorkel needed run was Wednesday morning. And Thursday morning, I store my shoes outside. They were... St- but covered. They were still just as wet as they had been the day before. But because I didn't put newspaper in. Put some you know, some sections of the New York Times and those bad boys and boom, they were good to go this morning on Friday morning. There you go. Yeah. I don't wash my tennis shoes, my running shoes in the washing machine, but I do throw my fashion shoes in there sometimes. My, you know, my, my like white white sneakers. Yeah. Trying to Mm -hmm. keep them as white, even though they smell like holy hell. And yeah, I mean, you put some, the, my problem is, is we don't get the newspaper anymore. Like, you know, we oh, don't get a hand delivered one. you can't one. put your phone to put the digital, open up the digital <laughs> newspaper. It doesn't work as yeah. well, Sarah. What's the problem? Well, and you don't have, and it's hard to find that kind of paper. You know, like sometimes in yes. the mail, we get, you know, flyers from the grocery store and I'll use that, but it's, it's, it's a harder to come by. Um, you really gotta, gotta, actually, there are times where I've like, let it dry and then I'll put it back in our like little recycling bin so that I have them in the little, you know, uh, Cone shaped <laughs> dry. <laughs> it can do it again, right? Recycle the paper. Oh my goodness. And also the problem with using, say, a um, you know, grocery store circular, uh, is they're so dense with photos. Yes. So they have a lot of ink on them. Yeah. What you want is the, you know, the gray lady, the New York Times, because it, it you know, yes, they have color photos, but largely it's just a whole bunch of words. So there's a lot of background of newsprint. 
So uh. yeah, yeah, times have changed. <laughs> but anyway, hopefully that's yeah. helpful. I mean, it is, it's really though, if, if you feel like you need a new pair of shoes, you do, you know, that's really yes. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like that's the guidance I would go by. But yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good advice, Timothy. Good advice. Okay. This is Leah, who is curious about watch stopping practices. Hi, Sarah and Jimmy. This is Leah from Combined Locks, Wisconsin. And I was calling because today, while I was out on my run, I needed to stop at a busy intersection and wait for the traffic light and get my walk symbol because I follow the rules. And while I was waiting, I was wondering, do I pause my watch? Do I not? So I was just curious, is there, is it just what people like or prefer, or is there something that we should be following when we need to wait for a traffic light? And then it got me also thinking, because I was running with my dogs. And so when they need to do their business and I have to stop to pick it up, should I be pausing my watch then? Or Sarah, when you find change, do you stop your watch? Because I've learned from the AMR podcast that if I find one piece of change, I need to stop and look around because there could be more. So just curious, do you stop your watch or do you let it roll? Thanks, love the show, have a great day. Well, hello, Leah. It is good to hear your voice. Oh, yeah. We love Leah from Wisconsin. She has done um, many things with AMR. She's one of our BAM ambassadors. She's been to a lot of AMR retreats. She came down to Chicago way back. Or mm. was, it, was that pre-pandemic, Sarah, that we did the running event? No, that was just in June of 2022. Oh, gosh. Okay. Time, yeah, time is a show. weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. The run show. The run show. Yeah, the run show. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know because I was just talking about it on a phone call. So, yes. So I have to say this question definitely stayed in my mind. It was, I was thinking about Leah and this question on my run this morning. I really like it. It's something I like to contemplate. And it really, my practices change over time. I used to be a religious GPS pauser. And now I'm more loosey-goosey about it. But yeah, so my practices have changed. And this morning, what I did, I got to an intersection and I looked across the way so that if I was going one way, I looked to see how many seconds there were left that I could cross that way. You know, if it says five seconds, I can wait that out. I can just leave the, you know, Koros ticking away. But if it says 13 seconds, I'm pausing that thing. <laughs> so... What's, what's your tipping? That. What's your tipping point there, Sarah? Yeah. Hmm. Do I have a hard and fast line? Mm, I would say eight seconds. Eight seconds. Because okay. yeah, because you know, tens to ten definitely. I mean, that's a layup. Of course, I'm going to pause it then. You know, but five? No, I don't do it. And you know, six, seven, I could let it. I could let it ride. So it depends upon the day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it also depends on what I'm training for. So, which I have not been training for much lately, <laughs> say the last several years. But, you know, if I'm marathon training or half marathon training, something like that, where my GPS data might be of use to me or a coach or, I don't know, my ego, one of those, I would I would be pausing it. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. How about you, Tim? I mean, yes, I, I'm just thinking back. Well, a lot of them have auto pause, yes. too, which is mm-hmm. a nice feature, feature. So you can do that now. There are times, so back when I um, used a Garmin on my bike, I would pause like with, you know, there are a couple of places on our route that I, typical route that I did a lot Mm -hmm. that would be a long wait. And then I'd forget to turn Mm -hmm. it back on. And Mm -hmm. that's almost like not worth the the turning it off, right? The worst. Because then, oh, let's see. I've now run close to a mile without remembering to turn it back on. Oh, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I mean, I don't, I mean, and it's also, you said you've kind of changed with time. I mean, I used to be much more tied to numbers, mm-hmm. right? How fast I was mm-hmm. going, what my splits look like, my average, that kind of thing. Now I'm just like, I like to know how far I went mm-hmm. and I have certain ideas in my head about how fast they should be, but I'm like, ah, well, I didn't make it that time. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you know, like, it's not like I'm like, you know, beat myself up as mm-hmm. I rack my bike in the garage. It's just like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. This is interesting, interesting data. I was going to say, I find the same thing to be true uh, in the pool, you know, that I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm going to, you know, if I'm doing hundreds and I'm resting on the wall for, I don't know, less than 10 seconds, I don't stop it. Oh, it's just too much kind of hassle. So, I mean, I guess I really should just set the auto pause. Mm-hmm. Well, it's in the swimming, you can't do oh, that. You at can't? least oh, with, uh, again, well, I don't know. It depends. Someone's going to correct me, but I, <laughs> I don't think you can in swimming. And I really think, you know, one thing when this is going to get super nerdy, but <laughs> it used to be when you uploaded like a Garmin or Coros to Strava, it would give you, and it still might happen. It would give you like your total time and your movement yes. time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so then you kind of had a better sense like, oh, okay. So yeah, I swam for 60 minutes, but I was, you know, I was in the pool for 60 minutes and I swam for, mm-hmm. you know, 50 of mm-hmm. those or something like mm-hmm. that, you know? Mm-hmm. But I find that swimming can be very, it's, you know, I remember once we did a live podcast with the people from Garmin in Kansas City, Mm. and I was asking about that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you can put it on the drill setting because, you know, if you're not moving your arms in the pool, it doesn't register. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that I know that Koros has that as well. It just feels like a lot of like bezel turning to me <laughs> for, again like i'm not i'm not trying you know if again like if i was gonna go if i was a training to swim the english channel then yes maybe it matters but at this point it doesn't matter at this very moment yeah so yeah yeah so get back to me when i do that right, right. but as far as dog poop um <laughs> my the walk the walk feature on the coros does have a pause nice. so mm-hmm. but i usually don't I'll be honest, I usually don't turn on the walk portion when I'm taking the dogs for a walk because mm-hmm. they don't understand that I walk fast. They don't. <laughs> no. So they like to sniff and I'm like, come on, you guys, you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. if I if I did that, I would be very, very disappointed by my numbers. So it's only when I'm like, I am walking with a capital W, mm-hmm. then I turn it on and it's, I'm by myself and I'm usually mm-hmm. listening to music or a podcast. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when I stop, it pauses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. So, and then Leah asked about whether I pause when I find change. And uh, Dimity, what do you think my answer is going to be? <laughs> oh, you're so laid back about found change, Sarah. I imagine you're just like, whatever. If it takes me 15 minutes, that's okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, you just, you better believe I pause my chorus for that. <laughs> because Leah, as you point out, Molly taught me to look around, look around, um, because uh, for all of you Hamilton fans out there, because we do sing that song when we look around. Oh, do you? Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, we most certainly do. And that because it is pretty shocking that you think you've seen you like this happened to me the other day. I ran past a, sil- a silver coin caught my eye and it, I'm pretty sure it turned out to be a quarter. And when I went back, there was a penny right near it that I had not seen on the first go round. So it probably just it probably was dropped in between when you like saw the quarter and went back so, with no one yeah. there on the road. Yeah. yeah. So it it rains pennies here in Portland. There you go. Yeah. So and but I mean, there, you know, it's called a change dump or a purse dump or pocket dump. There are many terms for it um, for when there is, you know, multiple coins on the road. So you got to look around for it. So that 
it is not just uh you know jump down grab the coin and keep going and just mm-hmm. go man yeah. and make it up make yeah. it up make up that that time <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. yeah no so i i pause my crows for sure when i see change leah so thank you for asking and thank you for thinking of me when you find change <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Um, speaking of Hamilton, I got to tell you, Sarah, we're going to go see Six tonight. Have you seen Oh, that? I have not, but I listened to the music. It's so good. The music. Yeah, we've listened to the music. I'm excited to see yeah. it. Yeah. And you know that it is a quick show. I think it's uh, it's less than 75 minutes. There's no intermission. Yeah. Well, there's only eight songs or nine right. songs mm-hmm. um, on the playlist. So I was like, yeah, it doesn't have 18 like Hamilton right. or 22 and or whatever that has. costumes, so good. My twins and I got to see the costumes at a pop-up museum in Times Square back in the fall of 2021 uh, that we went to. And, oh, my goodness, they are so elaborate and fabulous and just, oh, they're really, really good. So you are, I think you're in for a oh, treat. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited. And that makes me happy <laughs> because uh, like uh, how the, one of the only holiday parties is tonight. And I'm like, of oh, course, like the only thing I have going on in December, a show and a party are on the same oh, exactly. night. So Wait, I have an empty social <laughs> calendar and there's two things on one night. Are you kidding me? <laughs> can't you can't you move your party right. for me? Oh, yeah, no. So. Oh, no. That's not the party where Grant like sews a pair of pants oh yeah no that left the neighborhood unfortunately that family moved yeah yeah the ugly pants where grant used to sew stuff and he would make us matching outfits yeah unfortunately that family photos of you all oh i know it was fun that was fun and then we also used to have a really fun white elephant party Mm -hmm. and it still might be going on and we're just not invited (laughs) anymore but i think uh that was covid killed that one so (laughs) i think you all need to bring it back and do you know an ugly pants party so I uh, need maybe. to host it. Yeah, I just don't have, you know what? I really love to attend a party. I don't <laughs> love to host a party, I'll be honest. And um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I like to host like a, you know, post-race party or something like that. But like, you know, where you have a, uh, you know, a bar and lots of hors d'oeuvres and, you know, I mean, people that do it, like that do it very well. It's, it's a high bar to, it is. you know, it, meet, you it know. Is. It reminds me of Dim when we did, we started doing parties and they were at people's houses and you and I afterwards would be like, can you believe that she did that at her house for us? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. I see a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, it reminds me of like, you know, reading about community somewhere and they're like, you know, and just have a potluck. I mean, it doesn't matter if you bring, you know, spaghetti noodles with ketchup, like people just want you there. And I'm like, no, people don't want spaghetti noodles with ketchup. (laughs) I can pretty sure of that. I know that they don't, they aren't expecting, you know, I don't know what's a, what's a very fancy hors d'oeuvre. I don't even know shrimp cocktail. That's not even fancy, but uh, you know, it's just not my, not my, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, Mason wants spaghetti with ketchup on it. I I know the dogs are going crazy. That got me all like nervous. I'm like, shut up dog. Shut up. What's a, what's a fancy hors d'oeuvre, Sarah? Oh my goodness. A fancy hors d'oeuvre. I mean, um, a, Baked, well, baked brie isn't very hard. Um, yeah, I was going to say like pigs in a blanket. And the two that I thought of were pigs in a blanket and artichoke dip. Or which stuffed is also mushroom number- caps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh my God, I need to open up the NYT cooking app and, and I'll look in my appetizers folder. I am, I have not made appetizers in quite a long time. And you know what? That's what Trader Joe's is for. I mean, exactly. that's for the frozen taquitos, food section. Everyone, taquitos all around. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, 
Okay, so you might not have taquitos for us, but please give us your questions. We are in dire need of questions, folks. And to leave a message, you call 470-BADASS-1. That is 470-223-2771. Tell us your first name and where you're calling from, and please keep your message to a minute or less. And that number is in our show notes. No need to memorize it. Nice. And like I mentioned a couple times, Many Happy Miles is open for registration for new members in 2024. Every month you get a new strength circuit. And what's more, we teach live strength three times a week. And there's a full library of videos you can use anytime, Mm. including recovery yoga, videos that use tools like the BOSU and the Swiss ball and Pilates for runners. So many good things. Mm -hmm. Plus the program has so much more, including fresh cardio workouts every month, accessible expert sessions, optional accountability buddies. Just check it out. The link is in our show notes. Mm -hmm. And if you love Dimity, as everyone does, you get a big dose of Dimity in that. So I'm being being serious. I'm being serious. (laughs) Not only do you get to see you in the strength workouts, but I mean, you just bring such creativity and freshness to Many Happy Miles, Tim. So oh, thank you. Thank it is you. really worth checking out and worth joining, folks. Just just don't ask for a live party with hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> <Right. No> hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> Many hors d'oeuvre miles. Um, <laughs> Our podcast today was produced in St. Paul, Minnesota by Barry Medore from Fire on the Bluff. Keep those questions coming. We are here with answers and stuffed mushrooms. And I mean, I always go for guac and chips there. That's my that's my go to for uh, order. There you go. I'm there. I'm, I'm with you, Dim. All righty. Hold on one second, sir. I've got Yeah, I have nothing for you. Um, okay. Uh, wait a minute. So, wait a minute. Was that you talking to the dog saying, I have nothing for you? Yes, I have nothing for you. Well, <laughs> I love, I love, but I also love the seriousness with which you said it as if you really knew what <laughs> this creature you were talking to. Oh, okay, mom. Thanks. <laughs> like I was like, okay, wow, she speaks. Oh, no, yeah, you're talking to yeah. your dog. 